missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Post office in the news, Shaw. Yes, very They're much They're coming so. back to work, right? Uh, Pelosi's getting them back in there. So she wants to uh, call Congress back into session on Saturday to make sure that there are no changes to the Postal Service operations in advance of the absentee balloting. But what do you know about the post office, Shaw? Well, I don't get much mail anymore. That's good. Yeah. I really like my postman. He's so nice. <laughs> he's, ma- a, he's such a great guy. I gave my letter carrier some Bloody Mary mix on Saturday. Did you? Yeah. Whoa. She had stopped by uh, uh, a couple days earlier, and we were sitting outside having a Bloody Mary, and she said, oh, that looks good. So we uh, we made sure she shared. Awesome you shared. Factor Bullcrap Shop, Post Office Edition. Yeah, okay. I work for the post office. Uh, number one, the U.S. Post Office is older than the U.S. Constitution. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Actually, uh, it's older than the United States itself. It was founded in 1775, a year before the... U.S. declared its independence. Constitution not written until 1787. So you got one right, Shaw. See if we can keep that streak alive. Fact or bullcrap post office edition. What do you know about the post office? Less than 100 mailmen are attacked by dogs every year. Is that fact or bullcrap? Less than 100? Yeah. I will say bullcrap. Yeah, that sounds like it. That'd be two every state for a whole year. Right. Yeah. Uh, around 6,000 dog attacks are reported by mail carriers each year. Last year it was about 5,800. So... So yeah, significantly more than a than a hundred or less. Not surprising. Back to bullcrap. Post office edition here on the morning sickness on ninety five seven the rock. Originally, people who received the letters had to pay for the postage. Is that fact or bullcrap? People who received it had to pay. I've never heard of that, but let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Was an issue because a lot of people refused to accept mail, <laughs> so they like I'm not paying for mail. Screw right. you, get out of here. Uh, so they didn't have to pay uh, prepaid stamps introduced in 1847 to fix that problem, Shaw. <laughs> so, what do you mean I'm getting? I don't want to right. stupid. Get out! I'm not paying I'm not you. Paying for that? Get out! I of know here. you just brought that from across the country to me, but no, thank you. Yeah, get out of here. What it could be a glitter bomb? Could right? Put glitter in there. I don't want glitter all over the place. You got you're three for three, by the way, Shaw. Let's two left. Let's try and finish strong here. Maybe finish perfectly. Uh, fact or bull crap? Post office edition. The first postmaster general was Alexander. Hamilton. Is that fact or bullcrap? Um, I will... <laughs> s- I've, I've seen the play. Uh, I'm going to say bullcrap. Uh, anyone who's seen it knows he did a lot, but Ben Franklin was actually yeah. the first postmaster general, Shaw. Ben, Benjamin Franklin there. Nice job. Four for four, Shaw. One left. See if we can finish with a perfect score. Fact or bullcrap post office edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If mail sorting machines yeah. can't read your handwriting, uh-huh. <coughs> <sighs> I had to ask my husband yesterday at the grocery list what that word was, and he goes, you, you wrote, wrote it. it. was Spanish rice, by the way. You wrote it, but couldn't read your own What did you think it was? I, 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 I don't know. Spare ribs. I, I couldn't. I, just something in that. I was, it was. It's uh, one of my favorite games. You're lucky, though, because we're not in the same room together. We don't get to play What the Gene write very much. I don't get to see your scribbles. Uh, but if mail sorting machines yeah. cannot read your handwriting, what happens? the letter is immediately returned to sender. Is that fact or bullcrap? Mm. Uh, I think that's bullcrap. Oh! oh! Boom. Five for five. Captain Know-It-All. On a Monday. On a Monday about the post Are office. Are you feeling good, Sean? I, I mean, I'm now, yeah. Before that happens, by the way, 
A picture is sent to a post office in Salt Lake City where an actual person tries to, tries to read it. Tries to decipher it. So some poor sap oh my God. at SLC Utah has got to read Jean's craptastic handwriting and try to figure out that hieroglyph that she put on that letter. It's called the Remote Encoding Center. Whoa. They deal with over 4 million images a day. So what? don't feel so bad, Jean. Wow. Don't feel so bad. 4 million people got Jean's problem. <laughs> Can't write legibly. Mm-hmm. Is that sparabs? Do we need ribs? <laughs> I don't remember. So there you go. Jean uh, and her terrible handwriting. Oh, that must be a miserable job. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That lady from lacrosse again. Look at that. What does it say? What is it with her and her handwriting? Well, I would imagine that sometimes you can make out like the zip code. So that helps you. You can narrow down what the city is. But then, yeah, street addresses. But there you go, Shaw. Five for five. Nice job. You know everything there is to know about. I know everything there is to know about the post office. You can mail it. You can stamp it. You can send it. You can package it. You can ship it. You can get some bubble wrap. You can get a padded envelope. You can get a self-adhesive envelope. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. So, good news? I have a pen. Oh, gosh. You are kidding. <laughs> oh. 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 I, have I didn't even realize it was a whole... Pineapple Yeah, I, I knew it was a meme, and I had seen, like, some... Oh, you didn't know it was a song? Why, there's an extended version, which yeah. I was unaware of, okay. so pineapple pen, pen, pineapple pear. Pineapple pen, pen, pear. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I'm familiar. I get it. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh-huh. And it's got over 347 million views right now on YouTube, by the way. Good news of bad music. Pineapple Pen is our song this week. Great. You're welcome, Gene. I'm glad I could start your Monday out on the right foot. Excellent. Check out this lady. We are living amongst a living legend. She always gave the best advice, whether you wanted to hear it or not. You know, you can own property, you can own land, you can you work hard for it for what you want. Always encourage your children to be their very best. Granny survived the Spanish flu. She just continues to be a blessing, and she tells us all the time. You are here to be a blessing to someone else. The U.S.'s oldest woman, 116 years young on Saturday. Her name is Hester Ford. Don't hear too many Hesters anymore. She lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, she got a nice little drive-by birthday uh, parade this weekend from all of her neighbors and, and people in the town there. Obviously, a lot of good things to say about her. She has 48 grandkids and 200 great grandchildren. Yeah. 48 oh grandkids, gosh. 200 great-grandkids. Jeez. That is a tree with some roots right there. You don't remember all of those names. No, There's no way. No, no. There's no Sorry, way. which one is this? Yeah, who belongs to who? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Uh, good news with bad music here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. This is an officer in Lodi, California. One, one. I'll be out with the mouse stack on the tracks trying to get him out. Go Can you get up? Moments before he would have been hit by the train, that officer, Erica Urea, I think is how you say her last name, rescued a wheelbound chair, a wheelchair-bound man who was stuck, stuck on the on train the tracks, tracks and that was her body cam, and she pulled him off as the train roared by and clipped his leg. Uh, he's expected to recover, but seriously, unbelievable move there by that officer who 
got out of her car and uh, grabbed that guy right before the train would have oh my gosh inevitably that killed gives me him. chills Good news with bad music. One more here on the Morning Sickness at 95.7 The Rock. I almost kind of had an epiphany when I realized that not everyone can actually afford a computer. He had um, retired machines from businesses, kept him busy. He was probably doing about four to five machines a day. I installed various applications like email, browsers, that kind of thing. And I ensured that all of them were working. One great thing that I learned from it was kind of the importance of recycling. I really like the feeling that I'm making a difference. 15-year-old kid who's a computer whiz down in Jacksonville, Florida. His name is Chris Kilpatrick. And what he does during the pandemic is he refurbishes these old computers. He said there, you know, I didn't realize that people couldn't afford computers, but there's a ton of people that can't. So he's taking these old computers, he's cleaning them up, he's refurbishing them, he's installing programs like email and all this other stuff, and then he's giving them to kids who don't have them. Because obviously kids are going to need to use computers and virtual learning and all that stuff. So far he's done about 20 of them. Kids are uh, involved with the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. That's how he's finding the kids who need the computers. But uh, a 15-year-old kid. Down there in Jacksonville, Florida, doing some good work. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. For about a month removed from when taxes were due. You guys got yours in on time, right? We did, the last day. Yeah. Yeah, so did we. (laughs) We waited a little bit longer, too. We had to pay, and it was only $79, but for some reason, I was just like, ah, I'll just wait, whatever. Why pay in April when I could pay in July? Uh, But somebody asked uh, recently what people would give up forever in order to never pay taxes again. Mm-hmm. Similar to like Armageddon when you got to go save the save the world by landing on a meteor in outer space. Yeah, one more thing. Um, none of them want to pay taxes again. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I would ask for that, too, if you wanted me to get on a spaceship and go save the Earth. Right. You know what I mean, Sean? Yep. But here are some interesting uh, responses to uh, what people would give up. To never pay taxes again. And I don't know if this is just income tax, like that you got it, like the IRS, you right. gotta, or if it's like sales tax on stuff, you know, if you live in a state that, you know, requires sales tax, uh, or if it's just, you know, your income tax, whatever it is. But uh, watching sports, 43% of people would give up sports forever to never pay taxes. Can I still again. listen to it on the radio? I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think that's probably included, but I think giving up the sport yep. itself. Uh, so no more anything. Well, that wouldn't be hard these days. There isn't much sports being played, but... I don't know. It feels like it. There's a ton of NHL games on today. Yeah. There's NBA games. I love this, like, middle-of-the-day game stuff, dude. This is my jam. Being able to go home and there's NBA and NHL mm-hmm. action on all day. Uh, video games. 40% of people would give up their video games forever if it meant they never had to pay taxes again. Does that include candy crushing on your phone? <laughs> yes. I think I, so. I'm out. I can't... No. Can't do it. Can't give it up. Uh, alcohol. 37% of people said they would give up alcohol forever. Fools. I'm already 45. I'm about halfway done with life, maybe less. So, yeah, I could I could give that up for another 30, 40 years, and then I'd be good. No taxes ever again. Uh, exercise, I'd give that up right away, Shaw. <laughs> 22% of people would give that up. That wouldn't up. be hard. Uh, what a sacrifice. So I just got to sit down all the time? Is that the deal? Uh, your favorite food. 19% of people said they would give up their favorite food. Forever? I don't Forever. Know. You'd never get a chance to have that uh, Giada, whatever her meal is that you love so much. Never a nice big steak again? Um, I couldn't give up bacon for the rest of my life. Even though I would love to not pay taxes ever again, Shaw. Uh, TV, television. I'm assuming that means everything like Netflix and the whole Netflix, nine yards. Hulu, the whole nine yards. Yeah. 12% of people say they would give that up. No uh, idea whether or not they asked people outside of America because <laughs> obviously we're obsessed with watching our TV. Music. This is interesting. Eight, uh, only 8% wow, of people. That's would low. Give up. 
Yeah, only 8% of people that's would give up music forever. That's hard. Well, you need music to live. Yeah, you, yeah, do. No you do, you do, you do. Cell phones, 6% of no people. No way. Yeah, people got to have their phones. Uh, this one is interesting. Number nine on the list of uh, the top 10 things people would give up uh, to never pay taxes again. Driving and riding in cars. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> I love riding in cars. <laughs> you can get a truck driving through a nitro glycerin plant. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to give that one up. How do you get anywhere? Right? I don't, that's what I was just going to get on a train again. Are you kidding me? Uh, this one was interesting too. 5% of people would give up their best friend oh, forever. Wow. If they never, okay. boy, you weren't best friends. Apparently not. Then I guess. Friendship wasn't too deep. But yeah, one in 20 people would give up their best friends forever. For just to not pay taxes? Yeah. That seems And I'm assuming harsh. they just basically cease to exist. Like you don't know they're there anymore. You don't get to contact them, call them on the phone, no them. letters. They no, show up and they ring your doorbell and you're like, nope. No Zoom meetings, no nothing. But there you go. Things people would be willing to give up uh-uh. forever in order to never pay taxes again. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. I don't know if you heard, Shaw, but uh, University of North Carolina had to go all virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13.6% of their 954 students were testing positive for the COVID. What was that? Tell me that again. So the University of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Students coming back and they're apparently, they're, you know, a lot of these campuses are still having parties and stuff. They're not, you know, paying attention to mm-hmm. guidelines. And uh, 13.6% of the 954 students uh, that are coming back to the University of North Carolina tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, whether they acquired so they it on go, campus or brought it with them, whatever. But So they had to go all virtual. They said, well, I guess we're going to cancel and we'll go back to virtual learning because uh, you guys, you know, couldn't remain uh, socially distant and uh, stay safe and, and whatnot. So there's one reason not to go back to college. Here's some other reasons to not go back to college, Shaw. Okay. If people can make guns with printers, surely you can make a degree. That's true. Right, Shaw? Just, just a piece of paper. Just a piece of paper. Make one on the printer. You know? Yeah, it looks real enough. I got a nice frame. Picked it up at Hobby Lobby and trick anybody. Top reasons not to go to college here on the morning sickness. You're done with classrooms after eight years of high school. Does that sound familiar? Wait, that math. That doesn't Does sound that right. Sounds okay. a little familiar. Uh, top reasons not to go to college. Have you seen what a moderately attractive stripper can make in a single night? That's true. I have, and yeah, it's a lot. That's true. I got. I mean, if you're willing, you know, you can make a hell of a lot of money. Uh, over time, the cost of tuition, books, and weed really adds up. <laughs> it's expensive. All your necessities. It's yeah. expensive. Hacky sacks. Top reasons ramen. not to go to college. Ooh, ramen. Oh, man, ramen. <laughs> Do you see they're trying to make like a, a ramen bag out of the actual like uh, the the packaging? The, no, the, so the package that the ramen comes in, yeah. they're trying to make it out of the stuff that you make the ramen juice out of. So it's just so you a, just, just th- bit- throw it all in the bowl with the hot water uh, and it like then, dissolves. Yeah, so there's no trash. Yeah, huh. science, okay. man, freaking science. <laughs> Top reasons not to go to co- you know some stoner thought of that. Hey man, what if like we ate the wrapper, man? <laughs> Top reasons not to go to college. In high school, you were voted most likely to get his penis stuck in a vacuum. Oh. Didn't know that was a category, but okay. <laughs> hey, Ben, watch this. <laughs> Feels good. Tickles on my wiener. Top reasons not to go to school, go to college. Uh, why bother writing a well-researched dissertation when you can become the utmost authority on anything by watching YouTube videos? Sure. Right, Sean? Be an expert on the internet. I saw it on Facebook, so it's true. Damn dirty snowflake liberals don't agree with me. Uh, it's now possible to get a job that pays seven fifty an hour without incurring tens uh, of thousands of dollars in crippling debt. Uh, that's true. Uh, right, Sean? Yep. Uh, right? Right? 
Uh, contrary to what the movies say, sorority girls do not leave their windows open when they have pillow fights. That's not uh, a thing. That's not a thing. It's too bad. Not anymore, I don't think. It used to be in the 80s, but times are, times are tough, man. Uh, top reasons to not go to college. You don't need professors to force their liberal opinions on you when you have Twitter, Shotty. Go to the Twitter. Get all that all you need right there. It's all online. Uh, four years of your life, you could be binge-watching Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Priorities. Why spend it in school when you could be binging? Uh, a couple more of the top reasons not to go to college. You can't major in beer pong. Yet. Yet. Didn't Liner take it a, like a ballroom dancing class on his like final year when he was at USC? Wasn't that a deal? I took a ballroom dancing class in college. Matt Leinert. Well, you're going to college. You should be able to take ballroom dancing if you want, right? It should be offered. Did you learn anything? No. I step on her feet all the time. Oh, man. Her little feet? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, your last IQ test came back negative. Whoops. <laughs> 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 These are the uh, top reasons not to go That's to college. Last one, Shaw. Reading be hard. Reading, yeah. We got ourselves a reader. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. And the dime, call me, and monkey chow. Monkey chow? For what? Well, for the monkeys, of course. Come on, monkeys. That's it. I draw the line at monkey. Get my agent on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene. Mr. Potato Head. Not a fan of having monkeys up his butt. (laughs) Big surprise, right, Shaw? Right. Who is it? It is uh, National Potato Day today. What's your favorite way to eat a potato? Oh, boy. Any way you want. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's so many good choices there. Right. Um, I mean, good baked potato is hard to beat, in my opinion. Okay. That's uh, number three on the the list of uh, favorite ways to eat a potato. Gene? Well, I'm gonna say that the it's got to be mashed is up there. That's two. Yeah. Yeah. Although I would pick if honestly maybe all gratin mm-hmm. or something like that. Cheesy Scallops, potatoes. Scalloped, yeah. yeah. Now I wrote an article on this. You can read it on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com oh. if you want to check Number out. Number one's French fries. Of course. Yeah. It's gotta and, be. And and sort of because what they did was they took every kind of fry. Oh, you can steak fries, crinkle fries, crinkle fry, curly fries, right. waffle fries. I mean, there's a million different uh-huh. ways to do right. fries. Me, I'm going tots. You give me potato mm-hmm. lays or t- tots. They're delicious. I'll take them any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Ash brown over any other kind of of potato. Uh, number one though on uh, on the list. This is according to Google Trends. Uh, taking a look at the most loved potato dish in each of the 50 states. Number one is French fries, crushing mm-hmm. the competition. I'm 18 sure. states claim French yeah. fries as their Probably eat one. more French fries as a form of potatoes than any other, I would yeah, think. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Uh, California, New York, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Illinois, all some of the states that claim fries as their favorite. And again, different styles, garlic fries, steak fries, those kind of things. Uh, mashed taters, number two on the list. Mm-hmm. Se- seven states. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Alaska, Colorado, North Dakota, Oregon, Utah, Washington, and right here in the dairy state, Wisconsin. That's our favorite way to eat potatoes, according to Google Trends. Uh, fried mashed potato balls are number one in Texas. So you, I've okay. never had those. So you take mashed potato, and then you roll them in breadcrumbs, or something? breadcrumbs and then you deep fry them. Sounds good. Stick a little piece of cheese in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Now you got yourself a appetizer. Baked potatoes, three states. I'm not. I I ate so many damn baked potatoes growing up. I just got sick of them. My mom, mm-hmm. I love her to death, but man, just that was a popular item. Was well, it? We're Irish, you know what I mean. So <laughs> just 
Stick so them many. in tin foil, put <laughs> them in the, the potatoes. Oh, I just don't. My wife loves baked potatoes because she'll, you know, sour cream and the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. Absolutely. Cheese, Cheese uh, bacon, you bet. But baked potatoes, number one way to eat a potato in three states. That would be Idaho. Go figure. Uh, Montana and Oklahoma. Baked sweet potatoes are number one in South Carolina. And twice baked potato casserole, number one in Arkansas, Kansas, and Mississippi. Huh. Chips, not very high on the list. Surprising because we love chips right here in America. Mm-hmm. Top the list in three states, Connecticut, Delaware, and Maine. Four different potato dishes have two states. Hash brown casserole in Kentucky and Tennessee. That sounds wonderful. Hasselbeck potatoes in Minnesota and my home state of New Hampshire. I had no idea what that was, so I looked it up. Okay. It's when you take the potato and you kind of like spiral cut it. Yep. And then you put cheese and yep. stuff in there and you it's bake it. It's fancy. Mm. It's very fancy. That's, that's what a Hasselbeck potato is. Uh, potato skins, Michigan and Ohio. They just scoop all the guts out of the skins. <laughs> eat the skins. Uh, and potato soup is number I one. I wondered in about that. West Virginia and Wyoming. Now check out these nerdlings here at the end of the list. Noki. I love Noki, but I would never say it's my favorite way to. No. Have. Massachusetts claims Noki as its favorite way to prepare I potatoes. Do, do like it though. Rhode Island likes the home fries. Me, if I'm having home fries, I'm not having home fries. I'm having hash browns in the morning with the eggs and the steak and the bacon. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard uh, American fries yet. Air fryer potatoes in South Dakota. It's very specific. Vermont, the only state where potato salad is number one. I like potato salad, but certainly not number one. Vodka did not make the list, by the way. You want to <laughs> know what? In Russia, it does. You want to know what your state claims there, Mr. Shaw? Yeah, what is Apparently, Iowa have to say? Iowa does not even know what a potato is. <laughs> it's because Iowa gets confused with Idaho all the time, so they're anti-potato. The number one potato dish, according to Google Trends... In Iowa, is onion rings. Okay, that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's not a potato. What? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't huh. know what's going on down there. I don't know if it's something in the air. I don't know if it's a biofuel you guys are making out of corn down there. Something, what's, yeah. What's Your the favorite it's potato is an onion ring? Your number one potato dish, according to Google Trends. My favorite Iowa. ice cream is chocolate. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday right around 7.30. Brought to you by the Flipside Pub and Grill. Keeping it local on La Crosse's north side. And it's still summer, and it's actually a great week of summer weather. This yeah. week has been great and looks like it's going to get a little warmer, but sunshine, 80s. Great food, great drinks, great times at the Flipside Pub and Grill. And they bring you the summer party tip. And I was really bummed out because when we went up to the uh, Chatfield-Preston area a few weeks ago with some friends of ours to do some uh, brewery hopping, uh, I won't, I was hoping to go to Niagara Cave as well, but unfortunately it's closed due to COVID and that's going to continue. But there are some uh, outdoor activities in that area that you can uh, take advantage of, and it's a waterfall trip. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So if you've got me. a family, yep. you're looking to get out of the house, you want to go for a day trip, you want to go check out some really cool parks, uh, maybe not all of them, but there's uh, eight of them that are kind of in a loop in the Cannon Falls area. And uh, this list will pop up on our on our website and our app here in just a few minutes, also on our Facebook page. Uh, eight waterfalls in the Cannon Falls area that you could spend a weekend exploring. Many Haha Falls, about two hours from La Crosse, 53-foot waterfall, limestone bluffs, bike path, picnic area, and a whole bunch of other stuff. There's also Vermilion Falls not too far away in Hastings. Uh, they've got a walking and biking trail, follows the river in both directions. Uh, then you can go to Hidden Falls, uh, about seven miles of trails in that park with a picnic area, boat launch, and a whole bunch of other stuff. 
From there, you can go to Quran Falls. It's small but serene. Uh, probably less people there than some of the other places, so you might have some privacy there uh, for other activities. I don't know what you're going to be doing in the woods, but you never know. Uh, there's a really big one. Mini- I'm going to mess this one up real bad. Minamishinona. Okay. I think All right. Is, um, Careful. Uh, just outside of Mankato, 42-foot high uh, waterfall, and it's got a scenic overlook, a walking bridge, and it's uh, one of the tallest falls in southern Minnesota. There's a few others there, and you can see the entire list, again, on our website, the Morning Sickness that page. That sounds great. At 957therock.com, or go to our app, the Summer Party Tip. Get out and see some of the great, beautiful waterfalls in our area right there by Cannon Falls. Make a day out of it. Maybe make a weekend out of it. Mm, that's what I would do. Make a weekend yeah. out of it. Yeah, some beauty there and uh, lots of other stuff to do, obviously, in those areas, restaurants and places to visit, things to see and do. But uh, if you want to take in all those waterfalls, you can make a nice little loop out of that. And I've got uh, that all on the uh, Summer Party Tip, which is going to pop up here on our website in just a few minutes, courtesy of the Flipside Pub and Grill. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws, each and every Wednesday. Just after 8 o'clock, your shot at my morning show money. Only $10 this week, Shaw, so no real pressure. No pressure, yeah. And you're living on vacation time already. In my mind, I'm already gone. Yeah. Jean said that earlier, and that's why she thinks you're going to guess correctly. But Jean's not playing. Right. 608-7840957. Who's this? Michelle. Michelle. Do you understand how this game is played, Michelle? I sure do. All right, Michelle. Do you think Shaw is going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? Uh, Today, I'm going to say no. He is not. Gene said yes. Michelle says no. And if Shaw does not know the movie quote, then, Michelle, you get 10 bucks of my morning show money. What are you going to do with it if you win? Well, we're going camping this weekend, so I'll probably have to buy some beer. There you go. That's Ah. a good way to spend 10 bucks, Shaw. I'll buy you a sixer. Beer for camping. Michelle doesn't think you got it in you, though, Shaw, so listen up and let's see. I think you'll recognize the voice. You may not understand what he says right away. Oh, great. But there's only a few uh, movies to choose from. That also helps. Okay. FYI. Some clues here. Listen closely. Oh, don't hit back. Recognize the voice? Uh, No. Really? I I couldn't also understand what he said. Again, I didn't think you'd understand what he said, but I thought you'd recognize the voice. Don't hit back. Very famous phrase. A very famous individual. Really? You want to hear it again? I better. Oh, don't hit back. Would you like me to tell you what he says? <laughs> that might help. I Is have it, no clue. What do you think it, he says, Gene? I don't know. I thought it was boats don't hit back. You're close. It's boards. B-O-A-R-D-S. Boards don't hit back, Shaw. You want to hear it one more time? Okay. Boats don't hit back. I'm, you're not going to get this, damn it. I really thought you might. I thought this was kind of one of those kitschy ones that you might know. Um, well, my first thought, when I first heard it, I thought it was Long Duck Dong from the 16 Candles. Oh, man, you're way <laughs> off Automobile. base. Um, way off base there. No, I'm, I, it's, I have a guess. I, I don't know if it's right, but I'm going to go with um, the Karate Kid. It sounded like, what's his name? Uh, you thought it was Mr. Miyagi. I no, did. it's Bruce Lee. Oh! Enter the dragon. Hey, right, Boards right. don't hit back. Ah, sure. But right. I do. I'm Bruce Lee, and I'm right. going to kick you in the face. That's right. Now that you, I can get it now. On this day in 1973, the Bruce Lee classic, Enter the Dragon, hit theaters three weeks 
after his death. 32-year-old martial artist Bruce Lee died in Hong Kong just three weeks before the release of Enter the Dragon in 1973. So, Michelle guessed correctly. That means she's got 10 bucks in my morning show money. I really thought that you might get this one. It was, it was so hard to make it out. I think that made it difficult. But. Boards don't hit back, Shaw. Boards don't hit back. Automobile? No. You, boy, you're <laughs> all over the place. That's all I could play. hear when, I, when you first you're, played it. You're thinking Long Duck Dong. You're thinking Pat Morita. You're yeah. like not even in the same ball nope. field here. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Uh, also having a birthday today, Matthew Perry, 51, played Chandler on Friends. How many claps are there, Shaw? Do you know? One, two, three, four, five. Let's find out. How many claps are there, Gene? Uh, I don't know that I know. Clap. One, two, three, four, five. You're right, Shaw. Five. There's five claps. You got to clap five times, that Chandler. Jake, by the way, messaging me on Facebook, thinks it's four claps. Apparently, nobody knows. The Friends? Fallon apparently had these guys on, the cast of Friends, and none of them knew either. How many there is? Apparently, they all thought it was five, but people tell them that that it's four. I think it's five. It sounds like five, right? I thought I heard five. I thought I heard five, too. I need Megan. Where's Megan? She's the expert. Megan Pence. She's the expert on this. Listen closely. Well, I'm going to have to put this in. Slow it down. Three, four, five. Right? That's what I heard. Yeah, but the band says it's four. Wouldn't they know? No. What the hell do bands know? Have you ever talked to a band before? They're stupid. Hey, come on now. <laughs> stupid band. Tell me it's four. I know you count fours four in music. Four claps, not five. <sighs> I got to hear it again. One, two, three, four. Five. There are so many amendments in the Constitution. It sounds, it sounds like, like four. I thought I heard five again, but I think I think I just heard four. We're gonna have to go back and check the <laughs> check the tapes here, Shaw. Yep. I'm gonna have to put this in the system and slow no, it down. No. So this we... is one of the what color is the shoe thing, oh, no. isn't it? See, the first couple times I heard five, but then I, my brain's like, no, you idiot, it's four, and now I hear four. Convince yourself you hear four, and you hear four. Right? There's like one more at the end there. Stupid friends. That's why that show sucks. Seinfeld doesn't need any claps. Just got a cool groovy bass line. <laughs> Dumb friends. A text on the five-star telecom. Yeah, my, my daughters are probably going to sit down and binge the box set. Nick just said he swears he heard four. I think you could hear, you could say you hear four, you could say you hear five. You know, it's... I don't know. It sounds like five. All right. Well, we may never know. How many licks does it take yeah, to get to the center of the Tootsie it's Roll? A mystery. Tootsie Pop. You want five? One, two, you can have three. five. That's you want four? You can have four. It's Burger King. Have it your way. John Klain from Interstate Roofing says it's four. Say? He says it's four. I said four I think I said I think your brain convinces you it's four or five. He said I think my Brian did. <laughs> Ah, uh, I see what he did there. Nick said, I swear I just heard four. Sounds like five, but really when you listen closely at four, we may never know. He says, Google it. I did Google it, and there's a lot of 
different opinions about that. <laughs> did we get to the bottom of it? I did. It's four. Now, I think you can trick yourself into saying there's five, but... I took I that, still hear five, but... I took that clapping part out, Shaw, and I, I've got it isolated here. I've got it isolated. So we can get to the bottom of it. So that we can get to the bottom of it. Listen closely. You'll hear distinctly. It's just the part there with the claps. There's only four. Okay. And I, I can't really slow it down because it gets all jagged. I don't it's I don't know. You know what I mean? Where like it it, it doesn't sound right in your head, but uh you get it? What? <laughs> Was it too fast? Holy yeah. Cow. Just, wait, what? What? All right, listen listen again. Here okay. we go. Real, real everybody quiet. You see it? One, two, three, four. I still hear five. Well, there's four. Trust me, I'm looking at it right now on got the computer. There's oh, you only can four. tell because of the wave marks of where. Yeah, the- so I've got the audio, like the you know the the sound waves there. Yeah, yeah. So I can see it, and uh, there are four. Uh, it's distinct. four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, one, two, three, four. It's it's quick, uh, and you could certainly fool yourself into thinking there's five, but uh, we have gotten to the bottom of it. There's Finally, only, there's, there's only four. four Shaw. Good it's science four. there, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not going to fault you for thinking there's five. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Well, it might matter if you're in a Trivial Pursuit battle well, and that's the true. last question you got to answer. <laughs> that's true. Go with four because that's the truth, Sean. You know? I mean, what if it's Trivial Pursuit of the 90s? And right. then next thing you know, oh, here's my chance to win and get all the pie pieces. I'm Shaw, and I just conquered Trivial Pursuit because I knew uh, there was four instead of five. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. And you're going to Door County next week, Shaw? Uh, we're going to leave on Saturday, yeah. Saturday, we're be gone okay. next weekend. You're not flying, though, right? You're no, driving gosh, no. out there? No, we're driving. Have you any plans to fly anytime soon? I do not. Neither do I. I don't know if I'll ever fly again unless I absolutely have to. I just, uh, the whole experience. I would miss it if I didn't get to fly again, but. I don't, I'm not me. I'm good. I, I haven't really enjoyed flying on airplanes in a couple of years, and uh, every time I see a fight break out between two people who can't figure out masks, I just say, okay, there's another reason not to get on a flight. Man, if I could take advantage and felt prepared to go places, I would just, the airfare well, is right. Prices exactly. are cheap, and the yes. planes are not very full, so, you know, I mean, at least not for the most part, uh, but I got a, we got a guy that used to work here that travels for his uh, new job, and he goes all over the place, and he said it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, here are some tips if you're going to be flying during the pandemic. Taking a flight soon, you might want to write some of these down, all right, Shaw? Write them down. Uh, cover your eyes, not just to protect yourself against COVID, but the in-flight movie might be cats. Oh, no, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> Is that with or without buttholes? <laughs> Isn't that the deal? They had a butthole version that they didn't show everybody? I, you'd know. It's on the internet, so yeah, I would know. Uh, top tips for flying during the pandemic. <laughs> Forget about the Mile High Club and just have sex in your own bathroom before you leave uh, for the airport shot. Just sure. get it over with at home. It's just- not a bad idea. You know, maybe uh, maybe in a broom closet where it's a little more cramped, you know what I mean? So it's more like an airplane bathroom. Uh, Tips for flying during the pandemic. Avoid traveling to cities where you could get sick like Wuhan or shot like New York or shot while you're sick like Chicago. There you go. Right, Sean? Take your pick. Yeah. Uh, If you're flying southwest, ask the pilot to pour you a little whiskey from his flask (laughs) under your hand so you can sanitize him before you get on board. You know he's got it up there with him. Yeah. Bring my own BYO. Yeah, under four ounces, right? Isn't that the deal? Three, three ounces. Yeah. Didn't they like uh, the, like ease those restrictions a little bit because of the 
hand sanitizer stuff in the pandemic? No, I don't. I don't I know what the did. rules are at the airport these days. Yeah, maybe call ahead. Uh, some tips for flying during the pandemic: bring your own individually wrapped nuts. Also, ah. something to snack on. Bring something. To- <laughs> but I'm pumped. Keep your entire row open by faking a dry cough. I'd probably do it. It's a good way to keep people away from you. Mm-hmm. Do, they, do they still enforce seat uh, assignments, even if the plane's not totally full? I, you know, I've yeah, heard mixed. I think so. I've heard mixed reports about that. If the plane is empty or not full, I should say, uh, they would uh, encourage people to socially distance. So that would be without regard to seat assignments. Oh, in that I'll case, go. that would be my jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly anywhere but Georgia or Florida. That one might actually be legitimate. Top <laughs> tips for flying during a pandemic here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. A couple more. Only remove your mask in case of an emergency or if you really need to ask help with the airline magazine's crossword puzzle. <laughs> what's a three-letter word for... I need for, something here. Help what's me. What's a three-letter word for feline? Right. <laughs> um, Could you help? Avoid using the plane's restroom and use the air sickness bag instead, Sean. When no one's looking? Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's intended for that. Uh, top tips for flying during the pandemic. No matter how hungry you are or how delicious they look, don't lick the arms. Arm uh, rest there. Uh, not good. Yeah, salty, but not delicious. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, uh, top tips for flying during the pandemic here on the morning sickness of 95.7 The Rock. When the beverage cart comes by, mm-hmm. make sure you ask for a full can of Clorox. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to guzzle that. I need that. a chaser. You get the pumpkin spice version of that, Clorox? Yeah. Flying. Oof. I don't know, man. I don't think I'll be flying anytime soon. It's hard to get to Cancun without an airplane, though. Mm-hmm. You can take a boat, right? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds safer, really, Brian. I don't know. Is it? Is that no, that's what I mean. Anymore? No, I'm not boating safe? to get. Just rent Go a rowboat. I'll just rent a rowboat, and I'll uh-huh. get there on my own. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Back to school shopping. You got next Friday. Jean's taking off so she can go and mm-hmm. get all that done. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Those days. Oh, back to school. <laughs> back to school. <laughs> to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. Somebody pulled about 1,200 parents and teachers to find out uh, how they've been handling it with everything going on, mm-hmm. obviously, pandemic-wise. And uh, the hot new back to school item is? Pajama pants. PPE. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Masks, hand sanitizer. 70% of parents say uh-huh. their back-to-school shopping will include some sort of PPE way up from last year when it was only 2%. You know, back before this all started, you might have thought about getting a hand sanitizer. Maybe it was an impulse purchase at the checkout usually, line. Uh, usually on a clip that hangs off their right. backpack. But, but now it's a must-have. It's a must-have, yes. Uh, one in five parents started shopping earlier this year than they have in the past. Had more time, obviously. Maybe out of work. Been on the internet a lot. Uh, also to make sure they uh, got everything they needed in case stores ran out. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Oh, we ran out of toilet paper. I know. Yeah. I guess I don't know why I didn't think about that, but I hadn't. You know how people are. Uh, some stats about back-to-school shopping in 2020. Fewer parents taking their kids with them when they go shopping. Obviously, a lot of shopping getting done online right now. Curbside pickup home delivery up 550% <laughs> since last year. Again, curbside pickup and delivery. Up 550% from last year, Shaw. Uh, But when people do shop for their kids uh, in stores, they are less likely to bring the kids with them. Right. Which makes sense. Fewer people to potentially be exposed. Right. Oh, you don't like purple? Too bad. You're getting purple. That's what they had available. (laughs) All right. Uh, Three in 10 teachers are updating their tech to deal with virtual learning. Mm, I'm sure of that. 
Uh, everything from new computers and routers, smaller things like keyboards and uh-huh. headphones. Also buying a bunch of dry erase boards so they can hold up during their Zoom calls oh, with their students. That's a good idea. So not necessarily high tech, but something that could be an assist. Uh, and uh, last but not least, some stats on back-to-school shopping. You can read this uh, in its entirety on our on our Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, by the way. Uh, things parents are spending less on this year. Backpacks. Obviously, probably not going to need that. Don't need those clear backpacks if you're not in the hallways. Not yet. School clothes. Yeah, it's not a fashion show anymore. You're not going Mm -hmm. to school, so don't need to worry about having that fresh set. Well, some, I mean, some kids are. It just depends on the district. New shoes and stuff for their kids' lockers. So decorative items. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buying more decorations for our kids' bedrooms, however, so that their Zoom backgrounds look good for the teachers and their Hmm. classmates. We got a new uh, desk and a chair and a monitor for Henry's room. Nice. And I got to do stuff for the girls yet. And I figure mostly like notebooks and pens and highlighters. I don't know how much other you know stuff right, right now. I, right. I figure I can buy that later. But You going out, obviously, because you and Lori are taking off next week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because still- I want them to have some sort of like... <laughs> It's still the first day of school, right? That's I right. Mean, and we, for seven years, we've been taking them to the, you know, a shopping thing, and yep. we d- make a big deal. It's like I just don't want everything to be Tradition. just like me. You, you know, something is normal, right? Well, yeah, I'll get them somewhat excited about yeah, it because yeah. they still have. I mean, they are going to have, go to school, and whatever that looks like, I don't want to be just like, yeah, sorry, everything right. sucks. I'm assuming that the uh, <laughs> stores that sell school supplies are going to have those updated lists from the. Schools, right? I mean, uh, when I was at Walmart, because I bought a bunch of stuff to donate to back to school, um, I didn't see them there, but I just, you know, you kind of know what right. you need, and crayons right. and markers and all that stuff, so I just bought the regular. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with lacrosse firefighter Troy Glazel, and you guys normally fill the boot for MDA this time of year, but because of the coronavirus, things are going virtual. Tell me what's happening, Troy. We're thinking outside the box a little bit. We decided to have a virtual battle of the bands. What's going to happen is the only battle part is just a healthy competition between who can raise the most money between the bands. So each band is going to have one GoFundMe page, and all the links will be listed on the Lacrosse Area Professional Firefighters Facebook page. And uh, all the instructions will be included on each GoFundMe page, so they're super simple. All you do is uh, every dollar you donate will be worth one vote. So if you donate 10 bucks, you bought yourself 10 votes. So a battle of the band where people are voting with their dollars, and that money goes uh, to muscular dystrophy uh, and fight, fighting that disease, which you guys have been doing for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, it's got how, a long history. How long is it? Do you know how long the Lacrosse Fire Department has been uh, working with doing uh, this MDA? Every year? Uh, every year. Uh, I know we've been around since 1896. I don't know exactly when we started doing Fill the Boot, but... Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So these bands are participating with you. You've got their cooperation. That's really great. Uh, I know we got friends, Homeland Conspiracy. we got yep. some friends. Mayfield Experience. This could be the day. You've also got... Uh, Grunt Mazera, you've got uh, Brian Stein, Space Heaters, Funkin' Ooh, Donuts. i got to make sure I don't okay. mess that one up. <laughs> Midwest Voltage and Zamek all participating, and their GoFundMe pages will be where you place your votes. And then what happens at the end of this campaign with the winners? You guys are going to be videotaping and making videos for these bands. Is that correct? That's correct. So Mike Makes and Dylan Overhouse Productions will be working with all the bands. And then on September 13th, Sunday, Sunday, we're going to have a little live stream of all the pre-recorded music videos, and that will be when the bands perform their elected songs. 
That's pretty cool. People will be able to watch that, uh, and that'll be through your Facebook page or on the website? Yep, we'll post it on the Facebook page of the Lacrosse Area Professional Firefighters. Awesome. We're going to make sure that all those links are available on the Rock Foundation page at 957therock.com as well. When does this all get started? Uh, because I know people are going to be looking forward to getting online, helping to raise money to fill the boot virtually. I donated uh, this morning. I voted for bands this morning, as a matter of fact. So it's up and live and ready to go. This will go for another week, and we're going to end the voting next Friday at midnight. Of course, the donation, uh, they'll be, that'll be open all the way through September 13th, but we're just cutting off the votes um, next Friday at midnight just so we can decide on which songs each band will perform. Well, Troy, looking forward to uh, being able to vote for these bands. A lot of great talent, and uh, looking forward to helping raise money. Uh, for the lacrosse firefighters who are, are always trying to help out in the community this time around. It's filling the boot virtually. Thanks so much for uh, taking some time out of your day to talk to us. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Did you know it's National Senior Citizens Day, Sean? I did not, although I just spoke with my mother last night. Oh. My uh, wife accidentally spoke to my mother the other day. (laughs) Accidentally? Well, my mom likes to text uh, while she's in in the facility that she's in right now, and she accidentally will hit (laughs) the, uh, like, live chat button, and then all of a sudden you're... You're on the computer and you're Facebook messaging. And then all of a sudden she pops up. And she's like, oh, what happened? (laughs) So there's that. But uh, yeah, National Senior Citizens Day, Shaw. Hey there, senior citizens. Silver-haired beacons of knowledge. A kaleidoscope of life experiences. Been there, done that. Appreciate and accept yourself. Proud of your accomplishments. More free time, more me time. Slower pace, no rat race. New knee, new hip, some soup to sip. Sore joints, hard to flex, goodbye libido. What happened to sex? Wrinkles are memories etched on your face. Tell me, will you make it to the bathroom on time? (laughs) Depends. Oh, some old people beatnik poetry there, Shaw, with the bongo included. I like the bongos. But uh, here we go with some senior citizen pickup lines <laughs> on National Senior Citizens Day. What do you do when you're trying to hit on that spry young lass in the rehab facility, in the nursing home? What kind of go-to line you got, Shaw? <laughs> help, I've fallen and I need help getting up. There are some senior citizen pickup lines on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. What's a girl like you doing in a COVID-ravaged nursing home like this? Uh, <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. Senior citizen pickup lines here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Hey, old fella. Want to <laughs> jump on this dap? Gene, you probably get the reference. Yeah, you lost me there. In- so WAP is this new Cardi B and yeah. Megan The Stallion yeah. song, and no. it's wet-ass P-word, and uh, Ben Shapiro's very upset about this, and so dap is the opposite of wet, dry. You can put it... Uh, I just yeah, explained you, the whole you, thing you to did, you, so you now got, you get it. Yeah, get it, Thank get you. it, get it, get it, get it. The video is horrible. The song is horrible. She's made raincoats and umbrellas. I mean, good for her. She's probably making a million bucks yeah, off this whatever. stupid song, but Have whatever. It. Senior Citizen pickup lines here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Let's make like my age and 69. <laughs> I don't think that's a senior citizen, is it? I suppose 65 and up. 65 is a senior citizen, yeah. It feels like 69 is not that old anymore, right? 65, it's like, 
And I know 65s that'll kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, senior citizen pickup lines here on the morning sickness at 95, seven, the rock. You had me at Matlock. <laughs> Is that ever going to go out of style? No. <laughs> I want to touch you in places only your nurse does. Oh. Just slide off my diaper. <laughs> Your eyes are the most beautiful shade of glaucoma. Oh. Stop. That's mean. That That's just mean, Shaw. Top senior citizen pickup lines here on the morning sickness on 95 7 The Rock. A few more. Uh, you make my heart stop. Literally. <laughs> Call the nurse. Can you get a defibrillator? Press the button. Have you ever done it with the Grim Reaper watching? Oh. oh. Wow. Is that considered a threesome? <laughs> Uh, a couple more of the top senior citizen pickup lines here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Want to ride on my stairlift? <laughs> I got to be honest. I can't wait to have one of those. Not that we have Sweet stairs. Stairlift. But like if I live in a house with stairs. You just sta- want to push dude, the button just, and ride on I don't even need it. I just want it. Why don't you come over to my place? We can Fox News and chill. <laughs> <laughs> The old people watch Fox News or is it MSNBC? I, Which both. one is it? It depends. I, yeah, I don't know. They watch 60 Minutes, right? Or oh, yeah. they don't because Andy Rooney's dead now. Is that it? <laughs> they still watch. Okay. Honey, you can leave your dentures on my nightstand anytime. Uh, sweet. Got to soak them in that, uh, that Alka-Seltzer stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my walker isn't the only place you'll find a pair of fuzzy balls. <laughs> wow. No? Too much? That's just the imagery. <laughs> I'm sorry. Top senior citizen pickup lines here on the morning sickness at 95, 7 The Rock. A couple more. How did you avoid breaking a hip when you fell out of heaven? Oh, sweet. Aww. I can see that on a Hallmark card. Mm-hmm. I can see that one on a Hallmark card. And uh, last but not least, uh, top senior citizen pickup lines here on the morning sickness on 95, 7 The Rock. Hi, I'm Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Former president. Uh, he's he old now, right? He's old now, right? He's yeah. in his 70s. 74. Wow. He is old. He's looks it too. Yeah, he uh, definitely. He well, when you're married, to, when you're married I to Hillary, thought. that's got to be that's got to be rough. That can't be fun. It's like oof. I mean, not that he looks bad, just so different than uh-huh. when he was. Well, he was stuffing his face with cheeseburgers and I know, I know. It's interns. probably a good he thing. Just, I just... He was busy with interns and cheeseburgers when he was the president. He didn't have a lot of time for exercise. By the way, we missed a couple. Here are some more uh, pickup lines for uh, some senior citizens. Shaw. He's in. He's in. Yeah. Looks like he's going to enter the Holy of Holies. Coitus uninterrupted. Looks like Chuck's going to put the hot dog in the bun. Looks like Chuck's a tomcat on the prowl. <laughs> looks like Chuck's taking the old log to the beaver. Yeah, looks like Chuck's taking the skin boat to Tuna Town. Looks like Chuck's Taking a ride on the wild baloney pony. You never go wrong with grumpy old men. Oh. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.